Now it's time for Greg Bishop and the Council Roundup. Us Council Roundup. A program that is uh, getting nationally recognized, at least by one guy from across the country who said, I haven't found anything like what you do with the Council Roundup anywhere. So uh, welcome to it. Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. And I'm wearing a special uh, Roundup shirt. The wife got this for me, Megan. It's uh, I love it. Some of the comments on uh, on YouTube, they're digging it as well. Uh, somebody says I need to wear a Stetson, and that's uh, that's probably appropriate as well. Um, got a big announcement to make, and uh, it's good news. But coming this Friday, it's going to be my last live broadcast on WMAY. That wasn't easy to say, but it's exciting. Not getting fired. That's not what's happening. Typically, when it comes to uh, when it comes to radio and media, trust me, I've seen it. I've been around long enough uh, to to see where you know somebody comes in for a show on a Friday, and then all of a sudden they're not there on Monday, and they were let go, and not really much of an announcement. Uh, but I have, of course, another job outside of doing this. This has been my part-time job for the past, I don't know, uh, almost 10 years now when I think about it. Um, Because I was recruited to start a radio network for covering the Illinois State House 10 years ago. And that has grown year after year after year from just Illinois News Network Radio to... Then we acquired Illinois Radio Network, and then that grew uh, to be the Center Square, Illinois, expanding across the country. Now the Center Square has reporters spanned all across the country covering state governments from a taxpayer's perspective in these different states, and it just continues to grow. Recently, we just acquired Blue Room Stream, which is considered the C-SPAN of Illinois, Uh, and that's a service that people can subscribe to to get raw, uncut video of committee hearings, of press conferences, and so on. And uh, we acquired that, so I now have to help manage that as well with the great team that's already there with Blue Room Stream. Uh, So, listen, my full-time gig has kept me busy. There's no question. And uh, I love it. I love being on the ground. I love uh, helping direct news. I love editing reporters' work and helping uh, manage what uh, what stories are going to be uh, focused on. Uh, and a lot of that we bring back here uh, each and every morning. Uh, but the responsibilities are just growing so much, and I want to spend more time with my wife. Uh, for crying out loud. So uh, coming in here, it's a lot of work. I've enjoyed this. There's no question. I've enjoyed coming in here each and every morning from six to nine, three hours. Think about that. Three hours, early mornings. I got to get up at like three or 3.30, read three different newspapers, chop up audio, put everything together. There's no other producer here. I am the producer, (laughs) right? Uh, This size market radio, that's just kind of how the cookie crumbles. Uh, so I've definitely flexed my uh, radio production muscle, my talk show host production muscle, my news coverage production muscle, and I'm going to keep doing that despite Friday being my last day live on WMAY. I will, and if you follow me, 
uh, with Bishop on air. I'm going to continue producing content, not just through the centersquare.com, not just through Illinois Radio Network. Uh, if you follow me on the social media channels like YouTube, for instance, we'll continue on uh, with a uh, truncated, more directly focused program uh, that really is just going to look at uh, Illinois in particular. Uh, so uh, be, be looking out for that, but follow me on social media to get all those details. Just search Bishop on air. But I wanted to take this opportunity during the council roundup to share that news with you that responsibilities are growing in my full-time gig. I got to focus on that and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun and I hope you follow along with me. But that means I can't come in here for three hours each morning. That includes all the show prep and you know delving into what's going on in, in Washington, D.C. to what's going on at Springfield City Hall and so on. Everything else in between. Interacting with callers has been fantastic. Letting you guys get plugged into what's going on with the council, for instance. I know you guys can't go to the council meetings. We in media get paid to cover this stuff, so it's been my pleasure to be able to break these things down for you uh, in this fashion. Uh, but again, the headline here, this is my last council roundup here on WMAY. I started this program what, 12, 13, 14 years ago. And how it started uh, pretty simply was I was just a young news guy in the newsroom across the the window here and uh, was covering city council and ended up finding all kinds of great stuff that wouldn't fit into a you know typical news story. Uh, so I had these clips. There were a lot of personalities. I'm like, this needs to be presented in some way. Uh, so alongside then host Ray Lytle, uh, we had this council roundup uh, where I'd cut up these clips and Ray and I would interject and, and put things in you know context and whatnot. Uh, and then that's just evolved over time where, again, I'm hosting a morning show, doing the council roundup, a little bit of a break from that, doing the council roundup again. So over the span of like 12 or 13 years, or I think it's been 14 years now that I sit back and think about it. It's been a wonderful program, and I think it's been valuable. This will continue. It's just not going to be hosted by me. So the Council Roundup will continue with WMAY. Uh, but with Friday being my last live day this week, Friday, uh, this is going to be my last roundup. And it's kind of bittersweet because it was a short meeting last night. It was only like less than 30 minutes, which actually allows me to take this time to share with you that uh, uh, you know I'm going to be heading out. Uh, at the end of this week. But what's great is, again, I'm not being fired. That's not what this is. This is actually great news. I'm going to be able to see my wife more, <laughs> actually spend time with her in the mornings, which is going to be great. Uh, and uh, I'm not going to be able to uh, you know, just pass out at 7.30 every night. I'll be able to stay up later, which is awesome. I won't turn into a pumpkin uh, at 7.30 at night, so that's a thumbs up. Uh, plus, I'll be able to really focus and hone in on my reporting with the Center Square and Illinois Radio Network and uh, getting a whole bunch more uh, focused content, even more so. Uh, but uh, again, you know, I'm able to, and I'm thankful I can talk with you about this now instead of you turning on the radio on a Monday and where did Bishop go? And then finding out I got fired. I'm not getting fired. This is on my own volition. It's how this has to has to play out and i appreciate you guys taking uh taking time with me and being on this uh this this track uh but again i'm not done doing news i'm not done doing reporting i'm not done doing hosting just follow me with bishop on air and you can stay plugged in really 
as things are evolving with media on your own time. So uh, you'll be able to, to track along. Uh, so stay tuned. We got the council roundup. We'll get into it next here with Springfield's Morning News on WMAY. <laughs> All right, back with the Council Roundup. I'm Greg Bishop, and if you missed the last segment, I announced that today is the final Council Roundup from me, as Friday is my last live day here with WMAY. I would encourage you to follow me uh, on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Just search Bishop on Air, and we can connect that way. Long story short, it's been an honor to do this for the past, gosh, 16 years, it feels like. But my full-time gig uh, is expanding, and I need to uh, focus my sights on uh, on that. So can't come in here and do the three-hour show. Can't do the council roundup production and get in here and drive back and forth. And it's time away from my wife. That's time away from my house. It's time away from my sanity and my sleep. Uh, but it has been a great honor. So I appreciate everybody for um, for taking part. But let's get into it. Short meeting last night, and uh, Roy Williams Jr. was the chair of the committee of the whole and uh they had a whole bunch to tackle let's open it up with uh, roy williams from last night's meeting having a point in time at 5 30 arrives i would like to call tuesday october the 10th 2023 committee of the whole to order so uh, the Committee of the Whole, of course, is uh, every other week where they deal with ordinances on first reading and then they put them on consent or debate. But let's hear the treasurer's report first. Treasurer's report for the corporate fund for the month of September. The beginning balance is $73,498,760. We took in total receipts of $21,105,000. We had total disbursements in the month of September totaling $27,394,493, which left the corporate fund ending balance in the month of September at $67,209,982. The ending general fund balance included eighteen million three hundred. $20,828, which is the ARPA money ending balance for September. That concludes my report. Thank you. So that uh, ARPA money seems to be dwindling more and more and more with each report as we see those dollars being uh, distributed to where they're meant. Now, Alderman Williams uh, keeps things going forward. Accept the church report as presented. All in favor signify by saying aye. 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 No. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, next, we have. That's fine. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, obviously, uh, Alderman Redpath, uh, his daughter is uh, Colleen Redpath Fager. So, uh, you know, he, he said he doesn't want to accept the treasurer's report. Just some good, uh, good old fashioned uh, uh, poking fun there. Uh, moving on, though, they got to ordinances to consider. Here's the first. Clarence Services with Espinal and Tree Service. LLC for a total amount payable of ten million five hundred thousand dollars for the Office of Public Utilities. Ten million dollars. Move to debate. Alderman Hanauer wanting somebody to essentially come in and explain the ten million dollars cost here. Uh, so uh, you'll likely hear more about that next week. Uh, next up was an ordinance uh, dealing with um, uh, drainage. Known as twelve oh one Toronto Road. 
I'll move for consent, but I have discussion. Yeah, and the discussion, again, what, what's going on here, it's got a whole bunch of, like, plot move to northwest side of southeast corner of plot 7-402 or whatever. Uh, but Alderman Hanauer and Alderman Redpath had questions. What's, what's this do? I, oh, that's I, what I was going to ask. I think, I think it doesn't have to do with wells or something like that. Or? It, it can. In this particular case, uh, there's a potential for the groundwater to be contaminated. And it does deal with uh, wells at times, um, and I'm not sure what the contamination is, but this is an IEPA closure. Okay. Would you would you get some clarification on that for us before next time? On the uh, the actual uh, yeah, chemical? Yeah, because yes. that that's just to the north of Toronto, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That so that it affects the subdivision right off of uh, uh, right across from Lake Point, I believe, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Okay. Please do that. So uh, you want to know the compound? That yeah, yes. thank you. Yes. So, uh, interesting. May get some uh, drainage work done over there. Uh, and we'll keep an eye on what's going on there. Next up, an ordinance uh, purchases some vehicles from a local dealer. Let's hear about that, keeping it local. 2023-464, an ordinance authorizing the purchase of six 2024 Ford F-250 pickup trucks from Landmark Ford Incorporated in an amount not to exceed $380,422 under state contract number 22-416-CMS-BOSS-4-P-33728 for the Office of Public Works. So, All right, putting that on consent agenda. So keeping those local, uh, getting some uh, F-250s. Uh, obviously, you need uh, city departments to have uh, good equipment because they use the heck out of them. Uh, moving on, let's get some storm damage. And the amount of $43,000 from unappropriated fund balance to accommodate the overtime expenses associated with the Duratio storm for the Office of Public Works. Move for consent. So obviously, got to cover costs from overtime when it comes to having to deal with a storm like that derecho from uh, this spring where, gosh, uh, that was a pretty wild storm. Uh, Alderman Donnellan has questions about another Thank one. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Director, will we be getting reimbursed for these expenses? Uh, yes, sir. These are these are the expenses that were uh, expended uh, for the overtime right. Right by on. the sewer department. So, yeah. Will we be getting money from the federal government of the state? I believe so, from the federal government. I, that's what I want. I just want to make sure. Okay, thank you. I just much. want to make sure. Double checking. Uh, they did have another ordinance up for consideration dealing with something similar for a different department. You got to be able to cover overtime, especially when there's a storm of this magnitude. But they're looking to get some reimbursement. So they got to do these steps. 466 an ordinance authorizing a supplemental appropriation in the amount of $81,218 from an unappropriated fund balance to replenish the unbudgeted expenditures resulting from the duratio storms and to accommodate the purchase of grave markers for the remainder of FY 2024 for the Office of Public Works. For consent. So. Grave markers? <laughs> Were they damaged or something? Uh, grave? So they got to pay for some, some damage costs, but they're also going to be getting grave markers. Alderman Donnellan had questions specifically about those grave markers at Oak Ridge. Are we replacing, what it, the, way, what the way it reads, we were replacing uh, damaged uh, grave uh, markers? No, sir. Actually, uh, sales have been very good, and we have sold out of grave markers. I love it. Okay. All and right. We are replenishing our stuff. Uh, that's kind of macabre. I don't, I don't love the fact, by the way, that more people are needing those, but <laughs> for clarification purposes, I'm just glad that we're in business. Yeah. Thank you. There you go. All right. Uh, so Any more discussion? Yeah, no, that's interesting, and I guess somewhat timely for uh, Halloween. Uh, but uh, getting some more grave markers, uh, but also covering some storm damage out at Oak Ridge Cemetery, historic cemetery where Lincoln's buried. In order to appointing Jason Brokaw as Inspector General for the City of Springfield. Move to debate. Second. Improperly moved and second to send this to debate. 
Any discussion? Well, we will we have uh, will we have a, a resume and and will that person be here so we can ask him questions? You already got the resume. We have a resume. Resume. Huh? You got the resume. Resumes in hand. Uh, it's just a matter of uh, possibly having some questions uh, from uh, the inspector general candidates. So uh, interesting to hear that. Uh, we got a lot more to get to. Uh, of course, this is just the committee of the whole. Next week, you have uh, the full committee meeting where you'll hear likely conversation with the new inspector general. You'll hear more about uh, contracts dealing with uh, uh, you know the the tree trimming services and a ton more. But we've got just a little bit more to cover of the Council Roundup here with Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY. Springfield's News and Talk, and again, just to remind you, this is my last Council Roundup, as my last day here is Friday. Uh, knew about it uh, several weeks. <clears throat> just had to get uh, all the ducks in a row and whatnot. Uh, so, yep, uh, moving on to some bigger and better things. Uh, and obviously, uh, you know, I only have a limited amount of bandwidth, and it's uh, sometimes feeling like I'm sitting in front of a fire hose uh, with my mouth wide open. So uh, it's going to be good to, to sit back and relax. But uh, it's been a pleasure hanging out with you guys each and every weekday morning and delivering the one, the only, the Council Roundup. Yeah! All right. Uh, stay tuned. We'll uh, get more Council Roundup coming up here on WMAY. 733 from Culver's West on Wabash. Let's check some headlines. 92.7 WMAY. Here are the three big things you need. Well, we're back with the Council Roundup. Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY. If you're just catching the Council Roundup on your way to work this morning, made the announcement earlier, this is my last Council Roundup, as my last live day is Friday. Not uh, typical for a radio host to say, Adios to his audience, but that's what I got to do. My full-time gig, uh, responsibilities expanding, need to focus on that moving forward, uh, and I just can't come in here for three hours every morning, let alone uh, the time it takes away from uh, me hanging out with my wife and just getting some good, uh, important sleep. Uh, One message coming in uh, from a listener says, congratulations, you're going to enjoy having some time to chill. WMAY is going to miss you. Uh, They go on to say that... uh, They've been listening since the first Saturday show, which was back in 2006, Saturday session. Holy cow, are those some memories. Uh, Also goes on to say that, uh, so not a good buy, but a good move. I like that. Not a good buy, but a good move. So that's a good way to think about it. Uh, And you can still follow me. I'm still going to be producing content. It's just not going to be live. Uh, per se, sometimes it could be live, but uh, still going to be news analysis and uh, you know updates of what's going on in and around Illinois. So uh, you can definitely uh, you know do that and uh, follow me with Bishop on air, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and so on. Uh, but let's get back to the council roundup where you had last night's committee of the whole. They're dealing with ordinances on first reading. One deals with how to address vehicles that might be taking part in pop up block parties, and they're looking to possibly immobilize those, but. Uh, Alderwoman Purchase has some questions. Pertaining to vehicle immobilization and special events. Move consent. Second. Second. And properly moved and second to send this ordinance on to consent. Any discussion? Uh, Alderwoman Purchase. Thank you, Chair. Um, I think this would be a question for Chief Scarlett or Council. How much would those tickets be? So the initial fine uh, under this would be $200. Um, 
but then uh, once once if it's two hundred dollars accumulated or unpaid, that's when the immobilization comes into effect. Depending on the violation, it, it could be more as well. This this is more geared towards um, immobilizing. Okay. Thank you. Any more discussion? Show uh, $200 ticket. Uh, if uh, vehicles, um, you know, immobilized for being at a uh, pop-up block party improperly, then, uh, yeah, they could face a $200 ticket. So, well, that's been moved forward. We'll see how that advances next week. Alderman Donnellan has an ordinance dealing with the length of interim you, appointments. Uh, as many of you may know, back probably about six, seven, eight months ago, the council at the time passed an ordinance shortening the term for uh, interim appointments from one year to 90 days and this ordinance after conversation with Alderman Rockford um, mainly may changes that from 90 days to 120 and uh, to be f uh, full disclosure here when I first proposed the 90-day ordinance had a conversation with Corporation Council at the time and he tried to talk me into 180 days so this is kind of the middle ground <laughs> it seems that 90 days is really putting uh, can, can put pressure on on the executive branch and that's not was the intent was the intent was to make sure we didn't have without council input um, someone serving indefinitely so this would be 120 days and I appreciate your support thank you so again the idea was at first to just not have it open-ended for interim appointments uh which has been the problem in, in previous administrations so this you know was, was 90 days they're opening that back up next more storm damage a supplemental appropriation in the amount of two million twenty two thousand three hundred sixteen dollars for the offices of mayor public works fire police budget and management economic development and human resources for all right, so two million dollars uh, for all kinds of reimbursements for the storm damage that was done. Uh, there's a lot there, uh, so good to see that at least the coffers are full to be able to cover that. Uh, moving on, they got another ordinance to deal with. An ordinance authorizing a three-year renewal of a professional services agreement with Sound Thinking Incorporated, formerly known as ShotSpotter Incorporated, for an annual resource router, formerly Connect subscription services in the amount of $146,250 over a three-year period for the Springfield Police Department. Motion for debate. Second. So, shot spotter. Uh, they're looking to, uh, you know, amend that contract moving forward and have it uh, go on. Uh, obviously, that's on debate for next week. So, we'll hear about that particular issue. Now, it's time for citizens. And the uh, Alice Rainey, she's a, a regular at the city council who uh, regularly raises issues uh, with city council members. Um, but she shared a recent uh, experience she had uh, with a, a medical emergency. And how she is just grateful for the uh, emergency responders, including firefighters. And the fire department was superb. And uh, I just want to thank them personally up here that they don't get enough thanks for what they do out there. First responders are there right then. You know, they don't play around. They don't run away. They're there. And the firemen don't walk around and, and drink coffee go to the fire and fight it or whatever is the case they need to be thanked a little bit more often than some people are thanking them yeah that's i think that's a good point uh definitely thank those first responders yeah they get a paycheck to do it but it's not easy work uh no question uh but alice had something else she wanted to address unleashed dogs would you mind finding a way to write a nice little thing that we can pass that would make the people that do not tie their dogs up or have a leash for them let them run that they get fined. It's about time. Right there. 
Hmm? It's already in the books. Well, they don't use it. It's like loafing in there somewhere, okay? <clears throat> they don't read it. We need to have it really, really, really. Because some of these, we got a pit bull that's running, and he has no, no collar, no nothing on him. And then we have a rock roller. And uh, the rock roller is really big. I mean, it's a big dog. And uh, the pit bull is kind of shorter than that. But they run around. I don't know who have some. I tried to follow in a way when they kept running away. I could not find where they went. So I don't know where they go. But we got to make it where the girls, little girls don't get hurt because we had two of them out there riding their bikes when both of them came. And it was kind of nervy. So if you can take care of that Ward 3, I would appreciate it. And City Council, thank you very much, and have a beautiful night. Good night. I'll have a discussion with the general con uh, corporate council right on. Uh, to figure out whose jurisdiction yep. and what we can do, if we can. Thank you. Nice. And we're glad you're back. Yep. Thank you. All right. I, I love how she's like, uh, you sped up, got done with the thing, and have a good night. That's that. Um, all right, so last night's meeting was less than 30 minutes. It's rare that we get a meeting less than 30 minutes, and that was recognized by the chair. So, yeah, so, so there, was some, there was some stalling tactic, or I would have had the record. But that's okay. That's okay. Proctor's got the record. Yeah, I think I think Proctor does have the record for like it was like a 10 minute meeting or something. It was ridiculous. Oh boy, that's your council roundup. My last council roundup. Here with WMAY. Unless I come back in retirement, who knows? I mean, it's a good time. Uh, I'm Greg Bishop. Thank you so much for checking out the Council Roundup. Follow me anywhere. Bishop on air on X, on Facebook, on YouTube. I'm still going to be producing news content. I just can't come in here every morning for three hours as my other job continues to expand and grow. So I appreciate uh, all of the years you guys have checked this program out. Uh, it's definitely bittersweet, and uh, hopefully you dug the, uh, if you're watching online, <clears throat> the uh, wonderful Western shirts that uh, my wife Megan got me just for this occasion of the last council roundup. All right, stay tuned. Uh, we will hear what happened at the Sangamon County Board with uh, a citizen calling in to share details, all right? One of the great things about uh, live local talk radio is you get to crowdsource listeners who are also out on the streets and engaged with what's going on. And we join now with a listener in particular who's been going to Sangamon County board meetings, which are also on Tuesday evenings, the same nights that uh, city council meetings are. And Roseanne Polito, she joins us to talk about what happened at last night's Sangamon County board hearing uh where they had a meeting uh roseanne thanks for taking time with us and uh tell us give us all the details what's up okay the highlights of last night's meeting are they granted uh, a site approval permit in pleasant plains for another solar farm and uh another thing was the pillsbury project update he said so far they have removed three hundred thousand tons of garbage and debris from the site, and he was there asking uh, Sangamon County for uh, to chip in. Lastly, um, the proclamation honoring Gail O'Neill for her service to Sangamon County as the public health director, out with the old, in with the new. They unanimously voted for John Ridley to become the new Sangamon County public health director. He grew up in the area. He's a military man. 
30 years in medicine, and the thing I liked about him most is he owns four horses, three dogs, and three cats. <laughs> right, right on. I, yeah, it's uh, it's good to to have those uh, uh, animal lovers uh, as part of the uh, the health uh, uh, sector for Sangamon County. Uh, so, yeah, uh, how long was the meeting? I mean, typically uh, they're kind of in and out, aren't they? It was a longer meeting because of the Pillsbury update, but uh, that was very interesting. Very, well, talk a little bit about that if you can. Stuff. We've got about two minutes here. Well, he. Again, I had no idea they've already removed the 300,000 tons of garbage and debris. Um, what I learned was that the city had uh, given them $2 million for the removal of the lead and asbestos. But altogether, the whole big project's going to be about $9 million. So, yeah. you know, they're looking around uh, for different people to uh, donate to that. But very well, they've got they've stuff. got uh, state dollars. Uh, they've got some federal dollars. Uh, so yeah, they're they're trying to get uh, different layers of government to get those uh, those tax dollars to be able to fund these things. Uh, Roseanne, thank you so much for taking time and uh, going and staying engaged with the uh, county board meetings. And I imagine you and I are going to cross paths again in the future. All right. Thanks for all you do. Appreciate that. It is Springfield's Morning News on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk.